Welcome to What is a Movie? I'm your co-host, Dan. And I am your co-host, Kevin. And once again, we come to this age-old question. Dan, what is a movie? Uh, so... A movie is it's like a it's like a physical media, um, some sort of thing. It usually comes in a box. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't necessarily know what's in the box, but it definitely mm-hmm. comes in it. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. Yeah, that's a start. It is a start. And for those of you who've seen this movie, you'll know we're diving into seven. Says seven. 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 Hmm. Now, Kevin, what do you know about seven? Hey. Um, I think Morgan Freeman's in this one. Brad Pitt, maybe, is the other one of the other men in this one. Um, there's much consternation about a package and what it does or does not contain. Okay. Mm-hmm. Great. Perfect. I, I think you know the perfect amount of this movie. <laughs> um, Good. Uh... Yeah, so we have seven. It's a 1995 David Fincher movie. Uh, mm-hmm. David Fincher, who you might know from a bunch of other movies. Well, not a, a good amount of movies, including <laughs> The Social Network, Fight Club, The Game, yep. and, of course, one of the greatest movies ever made, Alien 3. Um, that was his like first feature-length film, I believe. Amazing. And uh, actually, uh, this came after that, uh, two years after that. Cool. And he had decided, uh, after his frustration of making Alien 3, he said, quote, I thought I'd rather die of colon cancer than do another movie, end quote. Um, <laughs> up until that point, he had mostly done like uh, music videos and yeah. like, stuff with bands, uh, which he's done a whole bunch of. Um, but he got the script for this movie and decided he wanted to make it. So this does indeed star our good friends, Brad Pitt, Morgan Freeman, Gwyneth Paltrow. Hey, uh, also has John C. McGinley and Arlie Ermey in it. I don't want to say anything else about the movie for the sake of the movie. (laughs) Sure. it's it's just let's I think we just gotta uh, cue it up, get ready, and go, and um, yeah. see where it takes us. I will I will say like um, for whatever reasons, probably just timing and everything like that. Um, yeah. This and like Memento, another film yeah. I have not seen, mm-hmm. occupy a lot of the same space in my head. Great. Great of just like weird mystery people with I don't know. Doesn't he have he has Memento guy has a box of pictures or something? I feel like there are containers yep. in both of I, these films. I, uh but yeah. That's yep. that's just a note. <laughs> that's just a that's a great note. I love that note. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh I say let's uh get the show on the road. Yeah, see you halfway through. into seven four and a half no we're three and a half three and a half gosh learn your math i will not (laughs) uh we uh yeah we we start this bad boy with a cold open we do Uh, um yeah yeah man the the first like scene of this movie is so extraordinarily good 
mm-hmm. for me. Um, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. just, you know, Morgan Freeman getting ready, being a detective, going in on the job, like, immediately in one line, asserting his character, yes. you know, against the rest of the world. Brad Pitt showing up and immediately, like, their dynamic being crystal clear. Yeah. And, like, it just, and it carries you, like, in through that building where there's a crime scene, out of it, walking down the road. It's just it does so much even just his getting ready like he has his things in order mm-hmm. they're his particular order and that is the order he does thing like he he has his way about him and you get yeah. it from the start there is there is no ambiguity about his character yeah i think his first actual line like he shows up on the scene and mm-hmm. it might be he maybe says something inconsequential beforehand right. Um, but the other guy's like, ah, crime of passion, like, you know, right. blew his brains, you know, and like murder. Everyone. And he's like, yeah, look at all that passion on the wall. Yeah. And you're like, OK, I know who you are. I know <laughs> what you care about. I understand. <laughs> like, I get so much. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And, just like and then the- he's like, oh, you know, did the kid see it happen? And the cop's like, who cares? That's not my job. Blah, blah, blah. And, and right. he like, clearly... What Morgan Freeman's character cares about uh, is is definitely different from a lot of the other people in this department. For sure. Um, um, yeah. 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 And then that and like getting, you know, it's it's the new cop from out of town and the old mm-hmm. weather detective, you know, who's on his way out. You know, like it's He's a retiring at, in a week. Yep. It's it's a dynamic. It's it's very well known. Uh-huh. Um so it's like, oh, okay, you're doing that. But just to, the little nuances that they throw in of the characters is just, I don't know, it just that went, that scene ended it, and I was like, works. holy cow. Yeah. <laughs> it definitely works, the dynamic. Because, I, because Brad Pitt's detective, the new guy on the block, you know, is trying to assert, like, you know, I have been in homicide for five years. I have mm-hmm. been doing this for, you know, a long time. I yeah. am someone who knows what he's doing. Even if he's not displaying it as well as he probably could. <laughs> right. Especially right. at the start. Um, <laughs> yes. And yeah, and then we get the absolute most 90s David <laughs> Fincher title credits. Yeah. Um, oh, he's man. like, I've done Nine Inch Nails videos before and or after. I forget which. I'm uh-huh. going to do one right here. <laughs> yep. Here's what that is. Oh, man. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, it for a lot of reasons not just the david well most of them are the david fincher connection i'm sure mm-hmm. but it you know is incredibly reminiscent of fight club oh yeah um, especially the like explicit up close gross hands working on film i'm like uh-huh. that is that is a scene in fight club <laughs> <laughs> it is it is so one might say fight club was a 7 because it came after Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, but yeah, I just that and just the at least between those two, and mm-hmm. I think it. I have not seen much else venture, so I don't know. But I, it sure. feels like it carries through. But just like how much he loves to spend time, um, just living in how gross stuff is. Yeah. That yeah. people touch. Yeah. Like if people touch stuff or in your stuff, it's gross. <laughs> Yes, I think like, he definitely steps away from it hmm. later on, but he still 
he still has his moments with it for sure. I think because he directed a lot of uh, he did Mind Hunters for Netflix, which yeah. I loved very much. Um, but it, it, that because that's set in like gosh, early 80s, late 70s, I think early yeah, 80s. Around there, I think. Early to mid. You know, it's got that, like, grossness to it. The social network has less of that by mm. the nature of its stuff. Yeah, its uh, environments are clean. But yeah, but Zodiac definitely had that. And, mm-hmm. like, uh, the girl with the dragon tattoo, the American version, had yeah. at least some more of that. But, uh, yeah, there is that, like, everything has, like, it's not a Vaseline coating on it. It's no. like that, like motor oil or something. Yep, everything it's just is grime, grimy. Yeah, it's like hands are gross, and everything they touch is gross because of it. It's like okay, <laughs> right. okay. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, and I mean, I'm just gonna yeah hop around, I guess, and like hop oh for sure because it's. It's a, you know, crime thriller. They're trying to find a, a, find a mystery man. There's a, not Zodiac killer, but a Seven Deadly Sins killer. Right. Um, and, uh, yeah, that little, them letting you kind of discover that just a hair before the movie does is fun. Oh, you yeah. Know? Like, there's the first... Because well, you know the movie is named Seven, right? You come in with right. that knowledge. Yep. And, yeah, there's the first guy who, like, basically eats himself uh, to death. Yep. Um, and then the next guy who's like murdered and has greed, <laughs> you see written yep. on the floor, and you're like, "Oh, uh, it's oh, it's the deadly set. That's seven. God, that, that seven. That's where we're going." <laughs> but with it's this. another scene or two before they're like, "Yep, I've put it together." And you're like, "I was smart, right?" Because it's before <laughs> they find Morgan Freeman finds the word gluttony written behind mm-hmm. the fridge. You know, it's it's all before that. Uh, every murder scene is meticulously well designed and yes. disgusting to the end truly horrifying <laughs> stuff yeah yeah uh but every time i watch this movie it's just everything in those scenes is is so gross but like wonderfully placed yeah that, yeah uh, and it's at least for me yeah. um and you know your mileage will definitely vary <laughs> person to person at least for me like the the level of grossness of it is like there's at least a little bit of a remove from it and it's never like shock value gross sure uh, well there's the, a couple moments the one we just had the third one is <laughs> yeah <laughs> has shock to it but like yeah. you're kind of prepped a little bit i don't know like it's not like look at how ah, gross it is you're like it's going to be gross ready Yep. It's gross. Um and it it I don't know. It it's it, like, ooh, it's I ooh, I hate looking at this, but I can be here for it. Right. And I think in the I last felt. one, they do give a half a beat, you know, like I like to watch a lot of horror movies. So like mm-hmm. it's not a jump scare in I don't think it's like a purest form of it because right. they give you a beat of where you see the like he's breathing a little bit and like moves before he goes like bah yeah so you you get that prep of like oh no oh no oh and then you get it yeah um yep. and that definitely <laughs> helps mitigate that uh yeah uh, just like i don't know every you know the the poor gluttony body the like Oof. distension and like you know the veins all being dark and gross mm-hmm. everything is awful basically. yeah <laughs> yeah it's really awful <laughs> Uh, also, how about this rain? 
Ah, it's raining so much. It's raining so much always. Always raining. I love Mm -hmm. it. It creates such an oppressive, like, environment that I think works so well for this. Yeah, it's raining the whole damn time. And and not just like, oh, it's, you know, it's like downpour. Yep. Yeah, it is. uh, Yeah. Yeah. I know you said like oppressive, but it's like, it's great because it just means like when you're in these spaces, there's nowhere else they can go. It it feels claustrophobic. You're you're in this room. That's it. The scene's going to be in this room. Where else are you going to go? They're in a car. They're stuck here. You're like, uh. Yeah, it's so they good. do a great job at the beginning. Like you see uh, Brad Pitt outside holding two coffees, just getting drenched. So like they show yep. from the start, like, oh, you want to be outside? This is what outside is. This is why we're not outside. Like, right. fe- feel that. Feel mm-hmm. that in your bones. Oh, it's so good. It's, um, it's incredible. Yeah. I just, I what I am really driving with and enjoying with this is that yep. it's, very clearly, right? Like a procedural crime thriller. Yeah. Um, but it spends and it does it right out of the gate. So right, it shows you that guys. It's the same thing we just said at the beginning, right? Of mm-hmm. Morgan Freeman's character is a very morally empathetic kind of core to right. all of this. So it's like what's cool to me is that yeah, that's what the movie's doing, and that's what's going to be our central driving plot. But it spends mm-hmm. so much time with like the people and the characters and things outside of the investigation. Yeah. And you know, like it routinely cuts back to Gwyneth Paltrow being like, yeah, okay. I guess I'm sleeping alone again tonight. Right. Or or like, hi, it's nice to meet you. Like I've heard so much from my husband about you throughout this investigation. I've never met you. Right. I'm going to give you my husband's first name because you probably don't know it. And I don't know yours. Like, there's, it's, it's that, it's, it really feels like, you know, it's the response to Lethal Weapon. Mm. Where, you know, Danny Glover is like, I'm getting too old for this. And he's, you know, set for retirement. Morgan Freeman's that guy in a way. Mm. Brad Pitt is just, he's not this like chaotic, brash, like, I'm, really good oh i get in trouble sometimes but i'm really good instead we see him fail yeah and like it's it's not that you are this like chaotic like i'm good anyway instead it's like no you're not you're not doing the work (laughs) right that you need to be doing and morgan freeman's character you know in a couple of scenes when he's talking to arlie ermy who plays the captain you know, mm-hmm. who's like, yeah, you're a cop, though. What are you going to do when you retire? And he's like, no, I hate this. I right. don't want to be doing this. Right, right. It, it's just such an interesting reaction to, like, I, I find that duo similar in, like, mm-hmm. mirror ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, they're, they're just, yeah, it's doing so much with all of that. Yeah. And I... You know, like I said, I just, I love how much time it spends with those moments. Oh, plenty. It's not yeah. just like, oh, one little line of like, ah, I wish I was on the farm. Like, it's like, right. no. In every movement, like, we see him like, don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. But I want to. And like, like, I need to. I can figure uh, this out. And I will help you figure this out. I I really don't want... I. This is weighing on my soul so heavily to be yeah. doing this. 
Yeah, and it's it's been cool watching um, Mills. Yeah, you know, via via Brad Pitt. Yep. Um, like kind of, he's not fully like like cha- like changing. Like, oh, I'm just gonna be like you. No. Um, but it's cool watching him settle into things a little yeah. more. You know, like he he's like, oh, let me have the case, and they're like, right. no, <laughs> like, <laughs> definitely he, not. What? He, through more or less no other circumstance, ends up having to be on the case. But, like, right. he, the second one is the DA yeah. um, is found murdered, and he's just on that case. And he's like, everybody get out of the room. Like, I'm going to do stuff. And then he just sits there. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, you're so, like, alone and out of your element. You like, don't know anyone here. Be. Yeah. But now you're here. Yeah. Oh. Like it's it just like that's that scene was really cool. Yeah, you definitely see everything dawn on him as he's like, you know, he does come in that like brash young up and comer. Mm-hmm. Here I am, and then yeah. Morgan Freeman's like, "Cool, bud. See you then." Right, and he's like, "Oh wait, no. Oh no, I need that so much. I need mm-hmm. everything you know to do this." Right. Uh, yeah. yeah, and and. It's- I, I love the scene. They're in the car and they're, you know, Morgan Freeman's like, yeah, I've uh, pulled my gun a few times. I've never fired it. And Brad Pitt's like, I pulled it. I fired once. And he's like, oh yeah, what's that story? And you get this insane story where he's like, oh, you know, there's a drug dealer and it shot one of the cops and I'll, I'll never forget. What was his name? And then they go through this whole thing about like, oh, I was there with them on the ambulance, but I can't remember his name. Yeah. And that's just such a, like, chilling view of his character. Yep. Yeah, he yeah, he does real good work with that. That's great. Yeah, it's... And just the the cut back, you know, after the whole mm. scene. Like, we just sit with um, Mills for a little while, right? And then we cut back to Somerset, just in the backseat, yep. basically, like, holding back tears of yeah. the story. And it's just like, oh, boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, people are messy. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. It's it's like it's just spending time with the right things or with, with things that I'm yeah surprised to see it spend the time with. I guess you know it's cool. Right. It's not. It's not doing that. Like I mean, we also do like go through some scenes of them hashing out. Oh yeah. The crime. Yeah, but it sure. also spends, you know, like it, it's that it's also doing the work of like, these are also people mm-hmm. and like, let's see how they are as people when they're dealing with this insane thing. And also their job is crazy. And also they're, cra- <laughs> you know, like yeah. ev- everything about this is so wild. Let's, let's take those moments to see the characters be themselves. Yeah. It's like, it's almost like it's a, drama mm-hmm. that's getting there by way of a crime thriller yeah, rather definitely. than a crime thriller that has drama injected into it. Definitely. Um, and that's, I don't know, it's, it's, it's working for me. Oh, definitely. You know, and I, I would love if Gwyneth Paltrow is maybe in it a little more. I like her mm. character a lot, at least so far. And, um, you know, the, the scenes we've had with her have been good. You know, the first scene is like, oh, welcome, you know, like, welcome to uh, Somerset. Oh, hello. Like, nice to meet you. And, yeah, oh, yeah. why weren't you married? Ha ha ha. You know, and then we get the, like, 
I know no one in this city. We just moved here. I have nothing. Right. I'm doing all this for him, and now I'm pregnant. Right. And it's just like, oh god, I yep. like what is what's happening? I need more of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, especially that um, it's cool because they introduce her just kind of like sort of on the side, you know, yeah. of just yeah. like, oh, like, yep, your work is interfering with my ability to sleep. And I thought this wasn't going to be what it's like here. Right. Mm. You know, mm. and then we get that kind of like, I'm going to make the best of it. No, I can't. I can't keep that I face. <laughs> because the subway wakes us up every 15 minutes and I cannot do this. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's it's uh, yeah. It's doing cool stuff. Doing great um, stuff. In a, a completely other side of things, mm-hmm. uh, we have our good friend. What's his real life name? John McTiernan, right? Doctor John Cox McGinley. From John McGinley. Thank yep. you. John McTiernan is a completely different person. John C. McGinley, I believe, specifically. Yes. Um, yeah, Doctor Cox from Scrubs. Yep. Yep. We're doing another role as a cocky cop, uh-huh. um, which makes me hope for the Doctor Cox cocky cop cinematic universe. Uh, which will include it's this quite a universe. This and The Rock, at the very least. Uh huh. God, um, he shows like he he's had quite a uh, film career, and uh-huh. he's done a bunch of stuff. I, oh gosh, I'm gonna make a fool of myself if I don't get this correct, but I'm gonna do it anyway. I believe he was in Platoon. That was like his first uh, really big role. Hmm. It I was don't... Platoon. I was right. Ooh, okay, good. Ooh, I feel <laughs> there was a lot of sweat coming down on that one. Um, yeah, so like he's been in, I mean, you know, and he's he was in Wall Street. He, you know, he's he's been in a bunch of stuff. But oh, like sure. then Scrubs, of course, was such a huge thing for him as he yep. was a more middle aged man. Mm-hmm. Um, I it, it, just while we're on John Speed McGinley. He he also was the star of the show uh, Stand versus Evil, Stand Against Evil. Excuse me. Um, uh, it was cute. It was like <laughs> Evil Dead. It was like the Ash versus Evil Dead show they made, right? But like but a knockoff that. version. It was fine. It had it had its moments. <laughs> it needed to get into a rhythm, and when it did, it was good. Before mm-hmm. it did, it was not great. <laughs> Well, good. Besides the John C. McGinley uh, tangent, also Arlie Ermey being the captain is just yes. lovely. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I, I know. I kind of recognize him, but I don't know from what he's drill sergeant man. That's right. He's yeah. Like I, that's yeah. all you need to know. He's drill sergeant man. Um, yeah, didn't he pass away like a couple years back? Or he did. Like he that? did. Yeah. Uh, Twenty eighteen. I, rem- I remember being like, ah, oh, remember him from his role as a drill sergeant or. A drill sergeant. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, so his first role, from my understanding, it, it was Full Metal Jacket, right? Right. Um, and he was hired originally as a consultant because oh, he was funny. a drill sergeant. And that, like, he go. didn't think they were doing a good enough job, so he just stepped in and did it. Amazing. And just crushed it. Yeah. Uh, and then from then on, everyone was like, I need you to be drill sergeant in everything. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Good. Um... The last thing from this first half, which is, again, not related to anything else we've talked great. about. Let's go. Um, there's a great scene where uh, Somerset goes to the library and does mm-hmm. all of his research and everything <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. like that. And all of the um, like custodians or whatever are just playing poker. It's like security guards, custodians, anyone who's working late at night. Anyone yeah. who's there, yeah. Um, and there's a 
cute little inter- uh, exchange where he's like, <laughs> you've got this whole place full of all the knowledge of humanity and you just sit there playing poker. Mm-hmm. Uh, look at all this culture. And one of the guys who yells back, super New York, hey, we got culture. <laughs> And I just, I loved that line and his delivery so of it. And that they put, um, the, uh, they put he, Bach like, turns on. On the, yeah, they put Bach on the boombox. Yep. Um, and again, as I've well established here, diegetic music gets me every time. Oh it's yeah. It's very good. It's so good. Mm-hmm. I, speaking of music, not diegetic necessarily, but, yes. um, the music so far has been good. It's, it's been yeah. tense. It's kept everything, you know, I don't think it's been super noteworthy but it's been good enough to be like everything yeah. has that little bit of tension everything feels a little uncomfortable yeah no it's it's real solid and yeah. it yeah br- yeah there's a good couple times where i notice it and i'm just like nothing is really happening in this <laughs> scene yet why mm-hmm. do i feel te- oh it's those strings you jerks you, you, you've done that thing <laughs> <laughs> mm, I hear you with your yep. weird nonsense chord progressions that go nowhere. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, it's doing real good work. It's great. All right. We're halfway there. Halfway there. See you on the other side. See you then. That's all. That, that's seven. That's that's seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, and seven. We did. Every, we did seven. We did. Oh man! Oh all of those boy! Days of the week. Seven of them. Uh huh. Deadly sins. Seven, seven of those of as them. well. I mean, we we got them all here. All your sevens. That's that's all of them. That's all the sevens. <laughs> so that's it. Oh man! What a movie. <laughs> yeah, bud. <laughs> and uh yeah, what a surprise credited in the bat- last credits and as you can see, I left about. out someone who stars in this film. Yeah, it is unfortunately for real world circumstances yeah. Kevin Spacey who is you know, right. Mm, it yeah. If I recall, Morgan Freeman as well. Also, just not great track sure. records for a lot of these cast members. Sure, sure, sure. Brad Pitt's got his own stuff going on, too. I'm, I'm sure. I don't know. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, but yes, unfortunately, Kevin Spacey is not a good man. Yep. And he plays a particularly bad person. Particularly bad person. Yep. In this. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, where, man, we left off, we, we did the cool thing we did, which is stopping halfway through movies, which as we are seemingly learning the halfway point of a movie is when things shift. (laughs) Yeah. Usually that's when things (laughs) do do that. Yeah. It's just, Uh it's fun. Cause like, I know, you know, outside of things a little bit like, you know, narrative structure, you know, you Mm -hmm. have three acts, there's movies that do five acts in different right. ways so it's like oh cool like it's in thirds or in fifths or whatever and right just the more we do where it's like yeah but also just halfway is when things just pivot it's like it, oh pivots hard too the first half we spend a lot of time with things and like we spend in particular like time at the crime scenes of both gluttony and greed 
and mm-hmm. a little bit at uh, Sloth. Um, yeah. The last ones that we see... Uh, yeah, they're basically uh, montaged. Yeah, Lust and uh, Pride. Pride. Not that yep. we, you know, in particular Lust, not that we need to linger on those scenes. No. Um, but we definitely get such a brief... Like, the ball is rolling. Yes. And we're going quickly. Yep. And, yeah. you know, you definitely get the feeling like th- the detectives are having a hard time keeping up. You know, we have one big, like, action-y scene that we'll mm-hmm. talk about. But, like, it feels like the detectives are having a hard time keeping up. Everything's moving quickly. And then we hit that, like, e-break for the whole ending. Yeah. Um, it's it's very good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah, it's just... It's it's also fun that basically we shift from Somerset to Mills. Like yeah. the camera favors Mills a lot more in mm-hmm. the latter half of like this is kind of his show now. Um, Definitely. Which you know is absolutely setting up mm-hmm. or like kind of uh setting up the kind of subversion that's going to happen at the end a little bit, right? right. Like it's not subverting it but like it kind of gives him more of the spotlight. And it's like, oh, he's like doing things. He seems to be taking the reins. He's like, fu-. and then it's like, nah. <laughs> no. Gonna, <laughs> gonna Remember when he right thought back. he was wrong at the beginning? Yeah, he's still wrong. Yeah. But yeah, just that, that halfway shift is is interesting. Yeah. Um, and it's fun us, us doing this like this, right? Because it's like, oh, I can, I can now mentally note where that is yeah, and what happens after. You can point almost exactly where the shift yep. comes. Yeah. Um but yeah, no, we get those uh those brief little things. There's the um that action scene you mentioned. Mm. Um which they uh Somerset and Mills basically do some not so legal FBI data mining, which Yeah. Is quaint now. <laughs> it's so quaint now, but at the time like God, uh, I hate that it's quaint, I guess is the thing. Yep. Yeah, the movie has such a nice idealistic core at the heart of it of like, yes, this happens, yes, it's wrong, yes, they're doing it, they know it's wrong, ooh, it's a little wibbly-wobbly, and now it's just like, no, that's just out the door. Right. And it's literally just about, like, data about books that are taken out of libraries, which, like, now, I mean, you know, the data that's taken by any company on anything you do on the internet is just like... Doofa, yeah. You know, so it's, it's nice and quaint that they felt the need to have this. Yeah. And I yeah. want to go back to then. <laughs> yeah. 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 At the very least. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, they find out who has been taking out those books and let's get a lead to John Doe is the name yeah. on them. And they're like, Oh, hmm, yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they, they basically they stand by the door and he comes up the stairs and is like, Oh, Oh, I'm gonna shoot you. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that whole chase scene is great. It is long. It is and, long. Man, it like it, it immediately shifts into Mills basically being by himself. Yes. And running through an entire apartment complex solo with nothing but civilians mm-hmm. with a gun out. Yeah. And from that story that he's told earlier in the car, right, about kind mm-hmm. of being a loose cannon it's so incredibly tense it's wildly tense and like 
if like most of the civilians, not all the kids seem pretty calm for some reason. Most <laughs> yeah. of the civilians are terrified as yeah. well. They should be. Mm-hmm. Um, and it definitely encapsulates both of their characters of like, you know, Mills is just this wild card running around gun, like out and, uh, Morgan Freeman's just like, not. That's not. Yeah. We're, but he's we already lost out. him, and we have nothing. Like we have nothing. Yeah, yeah. And he's just like freaking out about like Mills. He's yeah. like, uh, no, like, and uh, I can't keep up with him. Like he's gone. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, and just completely losing control of the situation. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. It's just. It's a lot. It's it's so much. It, a lot of running. A lot of gunshots. In hindsight, it almost feels like Looney Tunes-esque of like, mm-hmm. in this door, in that door. <laughs> but mm-hmm. in moment, boy, is it not. It is not. And Mills gets the crap beaten out of him. <laughs> yeah, he really does. He just gets surprised, clocked upside the head, and then he holds a gun to his head, and then he decides to let him go and runs. Yeah. Which we find out later why. That is yeah. the case. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we get the really interesting scene of Mills has blood pouring out his nose all over Good his Lord. face, all over him. And they're arguing about, should we break into this apartment? Right. And um, Somerset is like, no, when we take this to court, this right. will not hold up if we break down this like we got yep. this information very illegally and even yep. like even if that wasn't the case we have nothing connecting us to this and mills right. is like i hate that guy i want to break down this door <laughs> yep he just has yeah. no care in the world about anything else right yeah and it's it's coming back around again on that um, yeah. which we're going to return to many times in mm-hmm. many different ways that conversation that the two of them have um, in the, the first half when the yeah. photographer uh-huh, <laughs> um, the very like D- don't mind me random uh, third person in this scene obviously I'm like this is what is this man's deal but you didn't know who it was did you no okay good I didn't catch his face. I just saw him and I was like, y'all just looked at like 500 photographs from a Polaroid camera. This man's got a Polaroid camera. Holy crap. Yeah. (laughs) Also, like every time I watch, I'm like, is it a stunt double? No, I do think it actually is him. Wow. uh, For that moment. That's that's funny. But um, but yeah, like back then, right? um, Somerset has that whole talk with him where he says, you need to rein in your emotions and be detached from this so that you can look at it critically. Yeah. Which is good advice, which I appreciate the movie criticizes later mm-hmm. um, when they're having that drink at the bar. And yeah, Mills is just like, you're, you're basically you're just like <laughs> cheating out of your emotions of this through nihilism. And that sucks, dude. <laughs> yeah. Like you're not better. You're just a different way yeah and you're just you're basically trying to convince yourself that you're okay yeah by not caring it's bad um yeah. but yeah like they have that he's like you can't just like fly off the handle and then he flies off the handle and lose <laughs> yeah. the photographer he flies off the handle and kicks down a door he 
there's uh, many different times of him flying off the handle. He got that great line after he's like, well, guess we're not arguing about that anymore. <laughs> yeah, he just kicks the door down. <laughs> yeah. Morgan Freeman's just like, uh, he's just so angry. Yep. <laughs> but then yeah. Mills pays off a homeless person to pretend like this was totally Legit. above board. Yep. Um, and yeah, but yeah, that, that, that apartment is freaky and we spend enough time in mm. it to get an idea of what's going on, but it like, I still have camera, questions. God, the camera in there like is so like tantalizingly obfuscating. Yeah. Like, you never really get a full sense of any of the rooms they're in and it's maddening in the best way possible. The main living room the piece of furniture is a pummel horse. Uh-huh. That's yeah, the you, end of that statement. I don't know why that's there. You you don't you don't have you know one of those? Especially considering the <laughs> damage we find out that this man does to his fingertips. Yeah. Uh, I, not that mm-hmm, you're doing mm-hmm. fingertip work on a pummel horse, but you're grabbing it with your hands. You're like I don't it. understand. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. I I have no understanding of any of that. It's a nice, comfortable seat. That's all. <laughs> yeah, um, he's got the like weird uh, museum places where he keeps the stuff about his victims. Oh yeah, the big neon cross above a oh, garbage cot bed. Absolute garbage bed. The library of his like insane, not his his wild ramblings. Right. Yeah. Just like floor to ceiling in a whole room. Yep. It's yeah. It's a heck of a space. And yeah. like I said, I uh, man, props to the like set designers and oh everything my God, like yeah. that for all of that. Um and yeah, it's like the the arrangement of rooms what they're all actually like. Like it it gives yeah. you glimpses of them and it's it's enough. It's more than enough, right. but it's just like I cannot piece together this apartment from what you've shown me, Mm-mm. and I don't want to. It's but bad. my brain is like, how does this work? And it's yeah. oh, it, it's a good little trick. Yep. Because oh, okay. that's great. Because that's what they're doing with him too, right? Yep. Even with all the stuff, it's like here's a little bit of something. You're like, eh. yeah, but what the heck is going on? Right. And we get that long car ride where they kind of try to dig into that, and you get the same Ooh. answer of like. You're only going to get a bit of this. You're only yep. going to get pieces of this. Yep. Yeah. Those, those obviously, they're, uh, there's a lot of emphasis and time spent on them. But those mm-hmm. two conversations, the one of um, Mills and Somerset at the bar, yeah, kind of being like life yep. philosophy. Um, and then that whole car ride. The car ride. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, they're both super, super interesting scenes. <sighs> They're crazy. Um, obviously, one of them is basically like the linchpin holding this whole movie together. It better be interesting. Yep, yep. But like when they're at the bar, like I said, you know, it's they're kind of having this like, you know, philosophical sparring match mm-hmm. of like, you know, Mills and Somerset have two different ways of looking on life. Right. Um, and they're both correct in some ways. Yeah. You know, like they, they both have compelling arguments, I think is right. the way to. Um, and it's fun, at least it felt to me that mm-hmm. the, um, 
kind of like that car ride with mm. John Doe. He's basically an embodiment of the like space between them. Sure. Of, like you know, he's both the like calculated rationality, but also like acknowledging and giving in to those kind of like mm. primal wrath like things. But also detaching yourself from everything so that you don't feel like you have to care about any of it. Um, right. And it's just, it's interesting having quite literally him put in the middle of two of the two of them. Oh, but yeah. This is it. <laughs> yep. Yep. You yeah. can, there's, this is the weird synthesis of your everything's. Yep. <sighs> yeah. yeah at, at the bar, it's just, it's so fun because like, I don't know. I feel like before the bar scene, we watch them both. And I think a reasonable person will be like, Morgan Freeman is right. Mm-hmm. You know, Somerset is right. And Mills is mostly wrong sure. in the way yeah. he's going about everything. Because in each scene, you know, he's yeah. either flying off the handle. he He's doing something, you know, the wrong way. Or he's not doing anything. He's not putting the work in. He's... You know, and then to get them to talk and have them like really be like Somerset being like, man, you got to detach. And he Mills being like, screw you, guy. Like, you're not detached. You're just out. You're pretending you're detached and you're you're acting like it doesn't matter because you're retiring. And that's the only way you can sleep at night. Right. And then but also on Mills, it's like, yeah, well. Your caring is only because you're trying to play hero cop. You're right. you're you're trying to get ahead and like you're trying to be everything. You're gonna save the world, okay, mm-hmm. bud. You're not gonna do that. It, it, and so that they call each other. I, it's just God. That scene is so good. Yeah, and it's yeah. I, I think that's kind of everything we've been saying so far, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. The the amount of character work and drama that they're putting into this beforehand Mm -hmm. is like it builds it up so that they can do that you can have this kind of pivotal here's the question of the movie Mm -hmm. scene and have it just be like yeah they're that works they both have ideas yeah they're not who knows (laughs) (laughs) right like have it come out with a think about this and have that sit well is i think testament to all the building blocks they have to layer up to get there Especially giving Mills that scene where they did pay off the homeless person, you know, and they they did get results from his work. Right. Yeah. Because if it was always Morgan Freeman getting results, which it is at least 80% of the time. Right. You know, but but giving him that victory also allows them to be like, like, we can talk about our approaches. Right. Yeah, it's good. It's very good. It's, yeah, it's so fun to just watch him and be like, yeah, I mean, but hold on. Yeah. It's <laughs> like the, as the response to both of their things. Mm-hmm. It's very good. It's incredible. Um, and then, yeah, and then we just, <laughs> we, we dig into that trench and just sit there for what feels like 45 minutes, but I know it's not that long. No, uh, but it's, end. It, it's at least a good 20. Yeah. Maybe sure. 25. Like, it's, it's a time. Yeah. But yeah, like like I said, it it pulls the e brake. That is the yeah. best way to describe it. He just he shows up, turns himself in. Those bloody and fingertips. Like, uh, all right. That that is one thing. Like 
I love this movie. I'll go ahead and say. And I, I do mm-hmm. think that, like, it does an incredible job with most things. And yes, they do show him on the stairwell briefly from the back. And yes, we get a phone call from him. Mm-hmm. I would have liked one or two more scenes with him, like, in the background or, or, or mm-hmm. you know, like, around. Yeah. That I don't think we do get. But, uh, yeah, because I, I, I do honestly feel like getting him this late in the game and what they do is just kind of like, ah, oh, okay. It kind of deflates things in a weird way. Now, the rest of the movie's incredible for what it is, but sure, sure. It, it just, it, there's a weird deflation there that I find like, oh, it's this guy. We, okay. Well, yeah. okay. It's man. If we're John Doe, it's John Doe. Right. Yeah. I, I do. I feel like that honestly, like works in the movie's Mm -hmm. favor. Sure. Yes. In like, you know, if it, I don't think you get the like core of what it's actually going about. If you get like some big, you know, having it deflate the entire case is like, right. Because we were never really actually here for the case. I don't want them to have figured out more about him. I don't want that at all. Right. But I want little sneaky peeks in the background. (laughs) That's fair. Like, that's what I want. I want some, like, you know, like he did as the photographer or, you know, shooting at them and, you know, and having that. Mm -hmm. I I want another, like, he's he's in the background masterminding this. Sure. I just yeah. want a little more of that. It, it doesn't take much, just like a tiny bit more. I, I, it's still incredible, and obviously, it, it's so good. But oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I yeah, I can I can get that for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's yeah, it's great. Just the the way that everything just like leaves you nowhere. And mm-hmm. Like, all right, we're getting in a car and driving for like twenty minutes. It's like yeah. Oh oh. Because <laughs> it just it does such a good job of putting you where they are, right? Yeah. In this weird no man's land tense situation, um, we suddenly transport from like downtown Manhattan to Utah. I'm not worried about it, but it's a it's, so they never say where the movie takes place. I, this is true. So feels... I have a lot of feelings about that. Um, well, well, thoughts more than feelings. Sure. I believe it probably is L.A., mm, given its proximity to a desert. That's possible. But they make great efforts never to say where it is. Oh, for sure. And the amount I, of rain that occurs is unlikely to be L.A. Very true. The, hey, we got culture just made me feel yeah. it was New York because there was a New Yorker present. Well, so that's interesting. Based on stuff I was reading, the person who wrote the movie, I forget his name, uh, wrote that he wrote this about his experience in New York okay. and would not have been able to write it otherwise, but did I don't believe specifically wrote it about New York. Yeah. So, But it it's is- got that like New York-ness to it. Mm-hmm. It is a very New York feeling movie. Yeah, but I could see Chicago too, for sure. Yeah, and and ultimately the locale does not matter, and the fact yeah. that we just get to move to a big open expanse with a bunch of telephone wires that you can do some cool shots in. 
Yeah. That's all you need. Right. And I, I'm not worried about logistics here. They're not relevant. <laughs> but it is funny that it's like, oh, we're suddenly here. <laughs> yep. We're, oh, we're, oh, okay. Great. <laughs> oh, yeah. okay. And we do, we do get them driving for quite a while. Like, it, wor- it works. It works great. Um, and, yeah. And then, yeah, that whole scene in the field and what's in the box. I mm-hmm. finally seen him say what's in the box and I know <laughs> unfortunately sure what's in that box is bad it's not good you yeah. don't want to know what's in that box no <sighs> the drive up though their conversation is just there's needling back and forth between Mills and John mm-hmm. Doe and yep. they're they're just like at, but anytime uh, Somerset talks is like He's like almost the adult in the room in a way, you know, like where he's like, oh, you talk about this thing. What does that mean to you? And how can I relate that? You know, like, right. God, it's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Just him trying to, as as was before, right, trying to gain any semblance of control on this situation mm-hmm. and get something out of it yeah. um, and being completely unable to because... Mills is entirely reasonably, but like yes. just cannot. <laughs> cannot. He <laughs> just cannot. Yeah. And John knows exactly how to get under his skin. And there's a little bit of kind of repartee here or there where like Mills gets a couple things in, but like yeah, he's just winding him up. And and what he gets in return, like, is it worth it? Well, and also what's in the box. Yeah. Um, it's definitely never worth it. At that mm-hmm. level, um, yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, and, and then we're just in the middle of this desert, and you're like, okay, we're looking for two bodies, allegedly, right? Yeah, and it comes, and I, they know, you know, like they know that this isn't just, it's not that, or it's not right. that simple. Um, but just the fact that uh, John immediately switches to like basically like, oh, we're getting close to it, right? Like, it is a thing, or it, like, he's very clear that this is, like, singular and or an event. Mm -hmm. Very much not two bodies. I think he says it'll be here soon, but I could be wrong. Yeah. There's there's a couple little lines he has that say something like that. And it's like, uh, I feel bad about all of this. Everything feels bad right now. Like, everything feels bad in this moment. And you're like, but you don't know why. You're just like, oh, yeah. What's, it's just, what are you gonna do? It just successfully pulls the rug out from under you Oof. in a way that doesn't. It makes you feel like unmoored yes. from the rest of the movie because you're not where you're gonna be. They don't have control of the situation. You don't know where you're going. You don't know what's happening. But you are still very much tied to finding out where it is going. Yeah, is. It, 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 and they definitely feel like they have control because they have this helicopter in the air, right? What could right? go wrong? They got yeah. the helicopter following them. With John Dr. C. McGinley hanging out, talking to them. <laughs> Yelling about stuff. They're in full control of this in the middle of the desert. What What could John Doe do? Well, right. he already did is what he, he did. did. Yeah. And so, yeah, the, the kind of shoe that drops is mm-hmm. he kind of uh, um, Somerset goes to get a package that suddenly gets delivered here 
Um, also, that delivery driver is bombing down that road at that car, and I'm like, really I don't care if that is a detective it. or not. Why would you drive at that car at that speed? You know that he, he looked like he was like eighteen, nineteen. Like you just drive fast. I, I, I guess. I guess it's just a funny little thing. It's like it's, I don't know. He's going. Yeah. Um. And yeah, we get um John's basically confession that. He believes his uh, sin is envy yep. because mm-hmm. he tried to basically play house with uh, Mills's wife and mm. killed her. And that leaves just wrath on our board. And that one he thinks has to go to Mills. Right. And hey, do we want to be clear about what's in the box? Uh Oh yeah, well I mean it's it's her head. Yeah, it's it's Gwyneth Paltrow's head. Yeah, uh, he didn't just kill her; he delivered that to the place. Yeah, it's very yeah, that is true. Uh, it's which is just and and Somerset sees this before hearing any of this conversation. Right. Immediately is like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. And runs to try to stop what he knows is about to happen. Yep. He knows, John knows, Nels doesn't know yet, but the rest of us have a pretty damn good idea. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, he gives it, and Mills wrestles with this for a long time, mm-hmm. both understanding it, realizing it, knowing what's going on, and what he wants to do about it. Right. Um, and, yeah, it's, like, he, he inevitably shoots him. He does. And it's, it, again, interesting in the way that this turns things, right? It's like, oh, it's a, you know, horrible mastermind killer man who's just mm-hmm. depraved and evil. Right. And like, we just we got to get him. And then you finally get him. And they're like, yeah, we got rid of him. And you're just like, I feel terrible. I don't feel good about it. I just I, feel very bad. I wouldn't have felt good if he hadn't done that. Right. And that that doesn't absolve him for what he did. No, it's 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 bad all the way down. <laughs> yep, <laughs> which is great because we get that line from Somerset earlier, yeah. right? If this is not going to have a happy ending, no. Like no matter what happens, everything that happened has already happened. So right, there's not really happy here. There's just done. There's just we're just done. Yeah. I, and the the movie ends on the great quote of the world, the Hemingway quote of the world is a fine place and worth fighting for. I agree with the second part. Yep. Yeah. <sighs> it just, yeah. The the shot immediately after. Yeah. It happens. Like yeah, yeah. After Mills shoots him, um, it's just um, Mills like looking down yeah. and like crying and looking kind of sort of three-quarter towards the camera mm-hmm. um and somerset just looking like off a thousand yard yeah. stare kind of three-quarter the other direction and just hangs there and it's so good it's so good. that shot is just so great and just watching just two men alone and lost in a field and, and alone and lost for different reasons exactly it's just it just god they do such good work yeah it yeah it's very good it's like it's just good to watch good yeah craft 
and a lot of really interesting work. It, <laughs> this movie feels terrible immediately after. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely my kind of terrible feeling film. I of, know this. Of just like, ah, oh, I hate that. Give yep. me more of it. Why did this happen? Oh, no. Yeah. It's yeah, and just... yeah. As with that, you know, conversation at the bar, I feel like it just has so many kind of interesting, yeah, uh, questions. You know, For sure. of like, kind of looking back on it, it's like, what? I don't know what. What do you do? Where do? Where does this fit? You know, and especially right. kind of with where we're at right now in the uh-huh. real world. You know, the kind of like, yeah, everything sucks. It's always gonna suck. I'm just gonna be me. Nihilism for life, whatever. Mm-hmm. Just go on a farm. You know, yep. it's like a very tempting idea. It's super tempting. And it's like you can't. You can't you do can't that. Though. And it's but it's you- nice to end it on that thing, right? Like it's worth fighting for. It is. Like do something. <laughs> it's worth fighting for. There will be damage along the way. But that doesn't mean it's not worth fighting for. Like, yeah. I guess is the like, uh, it's yeah. 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 That's a seven. That's I, a seven. I, I guess we'll go over. Um, <laughs> I, I think I know the answer, but does this hold up? Not, not in the slightest. No, no not at uh, all. No, no. <laughs> wait, wait for the late review turn here. No, <laughs> this isn't a like james bond of like oh god the problems yeah no and like you know i if we want to get our hats on and get weird about it like sure yeah there's some stuff it's david fincher it's a hyper masculine movie of course it critiques and looks at it but ultimately still has that right still has issues of men being men of course the lust crime is a woman which is a point like right that that is a point of like yeah of course it is look at like yeah it's it's making a comment as it does it you know yes but that but, does yeah it it is making the comment as it does it but it still does it which is yeah a thing a lot of things do that <laughs> yep. sometimes work well sometimes don't i think this works better than yeah. a lot mhm yeah and you know and i not to say you know sexism is the only bar to you know take something down a peg or something like that you know just that as with anything it has its perspective and it is viewpoint that it is steeped in and that's gonna mean other stuff isn't here um and and that's one of a couple of things including in particular gwyneth paltrow's character has to be pregnant for yeah things to matter and it's like that does does pull yeah it pulls an interesting kind of dynamic to that last scene of you know everybody knows but mills and the additional i don't feel like it's just additional grief it's it muddies up the water even further right Um, there's a secret that somerset also knows that mills doesn't know about his own what you know like that's the interesting part of it to me not that it makes more pain for Mills. Like, you know. Right, right. I, I Yeah, I just also see the other lens of it of, yeah, 
It's another. Exactly. Yep. That, you know. Yeah. Again, it's still there. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, yeah. It's got and, multitudes, but. Yeah. I will just throw out the, as with the opening titles and things like that, which I think are great and I think are mm-hmm. interesting, even if they are very, very of their time. You know, yeah. They're like, oh, hey, what's up, 90s? I hey, what up? Uh, nails and weird, grimy, uh, mm-hmm. like, DIY, man. Um, Got that font. Whatever that font is. Yep. Very 90s. <laughs> it is the 90s uh, DIY zine font. Um, and kind of through that, there, uh, Mills throws out a number of slurs. Just he does. Casually. He does indeed. Oh, boy. Those particular things uh, mm-hmm. would hopefully not happen anymore. Um, right. But yeah, like, you know, as I said, the for me, the kind of thriller and drama aspects of it yeah. and where it goes and the kind of things it pokes at with the story are really, really right. interesting. Super interesting. And again, I want to reiterate, I do love that the rug gets pulled. They didn't solve this. Right. I love that very much. I, again, do wish we saw a little background, little sneaky sneaks, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it works best when they don't figure it out. Right. Because, yeah, that's not that's the whole thing. That's not this story. This is a different right. story. Yeah, it's super good. Yep. Um, the now that I'm thinking about it, the one thing that does stick out is that like um, Gwyneth Paltrow's character mm-hmm. was Tracy. Tracy, um, that's right. Yeah, so uh, Tracy is, to my remembering, thinking through it, the only truly kind of non-connected person who dies. Dis- like, well, the beginning murder. There is a, there is a beginning murder, but that doesn't, I don't think, I think that's just because they're detectives on the homicide crew yes that is exactly why yeah like, no in, everything in else that happened since yes from john doe like he kills like basically seven people but one of them is he's like but that's my sin is envy so yes. kill me it's like wait, wait oh then oh <laughs> right. like you know she doesn't she's weirdly collateral in that she is kind of grossly collateral in that i guess yeah uh, yeah I'm just, I'm just not even necessarily on that level. Just on like, oh wait a minute, yeah, um, yeah, and and like I, for the sake of the plot, I understand why that needs to be because if mm-hmm. he's like, I'm envious of your life, then Mills okay. won't kill him, <laughs> right? <laughs> He'll be yeah, like, that's the hey, weirdo, mm-hmm. yeah. And when it was when that was all leading up to that, you know, in the packages yeah. arriving, I was like, oh wait, okay, we've got like basically two characters left in this movie. And we have two sins left. Right. And she has basically done nothing but be like, I want a different or a better life. I want, I want, I want. In mm-hmm. reasonable, rational ways. Very reasonable ways. From a person who has a certain point of view, I was like, ooh, does he somehow know that? And it's like, well, no, it's him who wants. It's him. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I, I'm just, I just noticed that, so I'm just processing it. <laughs> um. So now I can also talk somewhat about some of the like making of stuff initially mm-hmm. the studio had revised it they did not like the head in the box ending mm. so they wrote a different one before they had a director and they accidentally sent to fincher the head in the box ending script which oh, was boy. not the one they revised and he was like this is rad 
this is after Alien 3. I'm not sure I want to make a movie, but this is rad. And they were like, oh, no, no, no. Oh, sorry. We sent you the wrong one. We don't want to do it. He's like, well, I'm not going to do it if we don't do that. And I guess like Brad Pitt and a few of the other people involved in the movie all were like, oh, we want that one. We we do not want whatever yeah, you've. Yeah. Con- so they eventually made this version, which I think huh. worked better than they, they were going to go for like a traditional. We solved it ending. Oh, um, weird. Which defeats yeah. the whole movie. <laughs> right. Then it's just a, a crime that, like, what's the, not what's the point of it, but what's the point of it? <laughs> right. Exactly. It's not special huh. in that way. So, yeah. So, it's just funny that, uh, that's how that, that came is, together. That is funny. Yeah. Um, just to, to call out random things that I yep. have not had a place to put a pin in yet. Mm-hmm. Um, the, in the first half, when they go to move out on the like uh to find the sloth case in yep. essence um and they like you know scramble the jets mobilize all units like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. blast all the cop cars out of there yep. and the movie preemptively has some and mills be like hey, here we go mm. like these weirdos are gonna do their machismo now and it the movie just goes like full michael bay for a hot second of just like cop car glamour shots but it's tinged with that like tongue-in-cheekness that makes it work really well for me right and then followed by when the guy with the um battering ram comes around the corner and somerset goes they love this (laughs) it's like it just so good it Yep. Yep. It does, it's very, like that first scene, it is clean and efficient and knows exactly what it's trying to say. Well, it also plays into the whole ending part where, you know, John C. McGinley's character, again, in the helicopter, they're like, we have this. We, you know, like, they have this, like, there's nothing that they, and the, the real crime is just so far removed from what they're doing. Yeah. And you are useless here. (laughs) <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but through the outro credits, we do yes. get some David Bowie. We do. In a way. And uh, yeah, just just it's. I I was looking it up very briefly before we hopped on here. Sure. Um, I don't know when exactly it all the pieces fit together. Um, but there is the phenomenal. And uh, famous uh, I'm Afraid of Americans, which Bowie did with Trent Reznor, which was around like 95, 97. Um, And it's it's a song with a very weird storied writing history and like 15 different versions. So I could not pin down when it actually happened. From what I can see, it was recorded in 96, released in 97. Okay, possibly. All right, that's what it was. It was like written in '95, I think. Um, but I then fully kind of got that. moved on because song songwriting is weird. Yeah, I do love that this movie opens with Nine Inch Nails, closes mm-hmm. with David Bowie, Bowie, and then like the next year, they, the next they year, got like, together. Hey, friend, <laughs> this is probably zero percent the reason. I'm sure that that actually happened, but it is a very oh, funny definitely, coincidence. but it's still fun. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but that's a seven that's a seven we did it we did a seven boy did we thanks for tuning in again or for the first time if this is the first time because it very well might be 
Uh, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, like and comment or subscribe. I don't know what you do on iTunes for podcasts, but do all the things you can. We appreciate them. Uh, we will catch you next time where we continue our very clever, really good theme of July is the seventh month with Seven Samurai. We'll see you then.